1: Maybe you can relate. We tried every fad diet, meal plan, cleanse, and exercise program out there to get rid of that unwanted belly fat. It's so frustrating trying to figure out what in the world to do. Through our training and certifications, we've learned a proven method that has completely transformed our lives. Not only did we lose the belly fat, but we have increased energy, we sleep better, and wow, does our hair and skin look better than ever. Join our three-day boot camp, Roadmap to Wellness Boot Camp, at transformingwomenshealth.com. Today, we have got back with us again, Dr. Jim Van Allen. Thanks for coming back in. If you guys listened, episode 126, we were talking about communication. We were talking about relationships. We were talking about how we talk with other people Mm -hmm. and how we listen. Uh, and you dropped some good bombs on us at the end of that episode with your tips on some really good ways to effectively listen to other people. So if you haven't checked out that episode, make sure you get back over there and listen. Now, Jim, Dr. Jim Van Allen is a podcast host himself for Communicate to Motivate. He is a professor of communication studies. He teaches public speaking. He teaches interpersonal communications and business communications. He is the vice president of schools with the Jim Gordon Companies and also runs a program that helps transform school campuses culture across the nation. And I want to talk about that because we didn't get a chance to talk about that last time. Um, We decided to do part two because we got dug into how we talk with others in that outer communication. But today, we really want to focus in on um, how are we talking to ourselves? I call it toxic talk.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm thrilled to be back. When you get asked back, that means you did something right the first time. So <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Uh, there's some And there's some value here, too, right? There's a lot of value here. And, there, truly, there, is.
1: <laughs> there truly is. You know, we are in the month of love. Uh, it's February, and you know, I, I was just sharing with you before we went on air that uh, everybody's really focused on those relationships. They're focused on when you think about self love. Um, you know, we think about things like you know, going for a walk, getting out in nature, journaling, praying, meditating, these kinds of things. But our inner dialogue is huge. Yeah.
2: Uh, right right and what, what you what what people have to realize is the impact you have on others. So I know you mentioned, you know, in, in the in the intro and people heard the intro coming in, you know, how the the toxins affect on you and your family. Your toxicity, your mental toxicity, what you put out there has a major impact on your family, your friends, your colleagues and perception of you. You know, we like to say that, well, I don't care what people think. You do. <laughs> you don't want to admit it, but deep down inside, you do. And perception in this world counts, and it doesn't take much for people to have a negative perception of you based on what you say and and what's on your what what your body language is and what's going on internally. So I'm, that's why I'm glad we're going to dive into it today.
1: Ah, uh, I am too. And you know what? Once you have you tarnish that perception, it is so hard to get it back. Right. And, and that takes, you know, a lifetime of building that relationship and that trust and cultivating that integrity, um, you know, about, but that's for another show. (laughs) Let's talk about one, one, I want to make sure that we're talking about, you you know, our inner dialogue in, in in retrospect, to how it's affecting other people, but our inner dialogue in, in retrospect is how it's affecting us too. What do you want to dive into first with that?
2: Well, as far as how it affects us, I think I think it's first to to start out and sort of um, admit that you talk to yourself, right? <laughs> admit that you talk to yourself, and that it's okay. Because that that running voice in our head that we have, it's not we're not taking orders from it, but it's that it's that inner dialogue on how we're feeling, our our emotional states, how we feel towards somebody else who's approaching us or is around us. So I think that's that's a good place to start. Is like is sort of admitting that <laughs> that we we should we do talk to ourselves and that it, if you control it the right way, it's not necessarily a bad thing, right? It's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, that that admission is the first step. <laughs> it's the key and how all the programs
2: go, right?
1: <laughs> all programs start with the admission, right? So what what do we want to be looking at with that? We all know we had these committees and and have you heard, I mean, there's all kinds of different things that we call it that. Uh, um, the the monkey mind, uh, you know, the committee in the head, uh, you know, there's so many different things I've heard it called uh, when we're referring to, you know, how we self-talk.
2: Yeah, there's definitely a lot of different terms for it. And and I think just, I think a good place to start with this is um, knowing that when you have positive self-talk, okay, it's going to help the flow of uh, the normal flow of your body too, right? You get your mind, right. Your body kind of falls right along with it as well, because when you, when you can think more positive about things, when you can control what you say, you're going to be a little bit more upbeat. You maybe have a little bit more energy and you're just going to, you know, when you feel better, you want to go out and you want to see the world, you want to do things. So it, it really is a domino effect, with just get starting and getting the mind, right. And whatever that whatever that voice is, whatever that committee is uh, up there, kind of you know that we're working on.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: No, I think it's important to know that that is coming from us, okay. Right. And it's it's coming from us. It's not coming from anywhere else. So that means you're in control. We may not think that we are with with our own thoughts because you're like, where did this come from? Where did this come from? It's coming from somewhere. It really is. So we have to realize first that we're in control of how we think and exactly. how we feel and what we tell ourselves and even though there are obviously other cases like you know the cases in depression and mental health issues where there's a lot of other things going on i'm talking about the majority of us you know who we're in control of our thoughts and feelings but right. too many times it feels like we're we're out of control and that's where it can turn really toxic when when we when we feel like these thoughts and feelings are coming from somewhere else or we're letting others um, impact how we feel, impact what we're telling ourselves about maybe our body image or our our successes and things like that, our decisions we make in this world. So they're coming from us and we care a lot about what others think and we're probably running through that dialogue in our head a lot on what are they thinking? What are they thinking? I think it's good to kind of turn this conversation into, well, how do I feel about this? How does it impact me? and and going from there.
1: Okay. So that what might be step number 1 is instead of saying and how is everyone else viewing this or th- feeling about this or thinking about this but to turn it around and say what well, well, what do I want? What do I think?
2: Right. And it's not no. to say that you have to I'm be really selfish, <laughs> right? Yeah, it doesn't mean you're you're selfish and you're no. like, well, I don't care what it's. We have to take care. You have to take care of yourself. You know, first you have to get your mental state right, or that's going to be a problem for others around you. And people are not going to necessarily want to be around you. So I think it's okay to start out with 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 yourself. Anytime I teach interpersonal communication, you know what chapter one is? Self awareness. Yeah your own emotional state, and understanding what your triggers are and, and going mm-hmm. from there. So it's taking okay. inventory of yourself. I would say taking inventory of yourself,
1: okay.
2: what your personality is. So I've done a lot of, um, I'm, I'm just about to start a new podcast series on communication with different personality types.
1: Okay.
2: And it's going to be a fascinating road. But first, you have to understand what is my personality.
1: Right. Because
2: certain personality types are going to lend itself to certain degrees of self-talk, negative, sure. positive self-talk. It's going to lend itself to that. So you understand yourself first, your emotional state first, and then you can kind of you know, branch from there. Mm-hmm.
1: I love that. So how many different personality types are there?
2: well it depends on the so that's the thing it depends on the assessments you take so like i like doing uh, enneagrams sometimes you've heard of enneagrams sometimes mm-hmm. and there's, they, they, yes. they tell you there's, there's nine there's nine types the helper the loyalist the perfectionist but then if you do birds on a wire which is a great one for moms they give you different like four different colors that you are and the colors mean something i mean you know myers-briggs and dci there's so many different types but you know, so that's why I would I would kind of do a you know Enneagrams is a great place to start just because you can understand, you know what? This is why I act like this, this is why I think like this. Uh, right. And here's some research to show why. And, and then I feel like I'm not alone in this.
1: Right. You know? Right. And, and
2: there's resources now you're where you're like, oh, okay, I, I am a bit of a perfectionist. Let me maybe seek out some podcasts and books, some some help that under that helps understand what this personality type is, what the communication styles are that go along with it and the mental state of somebody inside that personality type.
1: Well, and I love that. And, and I think that's so important to understand um, what is going on and why it's going on. And, and this whole empowerment, I, I I'm so about the empowerment because you know, life is it happening to us like, you know, we're choosing how this is going. And and if we want to take this, this mentality that everything's happening to us, that that victim mentality, then we can't make those changes. And that empowerment gives us the power to say, wait a minute, this can be different, right?
2: Right. I mean, who wants to play the victim all the time? That's you're on your back all the time. That, that's not, that's not a position that, that you want to be in. It's not a good mental health position because then you're constantly pointing the finger outward instead of pointing inward and owning your situation. And that's self-talk because in that, if you're playing, the, the if you're doing that victim role, you're always self-talk saying, well, it's it's their fault, or I'm entitled to this, or, you know, I'm in this position because of you or what you said, this, this, when." Hey, some of that may be true, you know, mm-hmm. obviously, some, you know, sometimes it's just how it is, but how about we turn the finger back on ourselves and say, okay, how about what can I do about this situation, right? right? Like I'm in it instead of pointing the finger, why let's understand my role and what I can do to move forward uh, through this situation. So it's, 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 a little bit of, it's a little bit of give and take, but I would always start with what's my role first.
1: At- Absolutely. And in, in in that too, you know, well, I, I like to, to phrase when people say, well, when when this happens, then I can do this. You know, that's kind of a form of some negative self-talk too, because you're allowing some outer circumstances to dictate what steps and actions you're going to take.
2: And a lot of times a lot of that is 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 unfortunately the, the product of a, you know, this is a a, a culture. Of um a, a culture of excellence where we're putting everything out there.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: social media, everybody's always broadcasting the, the the, big events and the positive, you know. And sometimes there's some of us who we're we're not quite at that point or we're just on different paths and we're like, well, they have this and they've done this and they've achieved that, but I've I've only done this, this, and this. Does this mean I'm not? we're constantly trying to measure ourselves up. Oh, yeah right the comparison we're always trying to do that where my path is different than their path they may have accomplished this but you know what i've done this and and we're still having we're just having different kinds of impact and and that can be a real real strain on your self talk where you're constantly comparison 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 and then, then you're just then you're right. Then you're just sort of you know you're 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 living too much in the world. We're not supposed to live too much in this world, right? We're not supposed to be, hey, you know, we're not supposed to be everywhere and to be impacted by everything. We're we're supposed to rise. We're called God calls on us to rise above that
0: mm-hmm. and
2: be happy for others, right? Be, right? Don't don't envy what they have. Be happy for others. That's one of the commandments and. It's something we're working on with my kids too. They see that somebody on the street got a puppy. Well, I want a puppy, and and yeah. our house isn't as good as as theirs because they have a dog. No, two different situations, two different outcomes, two different versions of happiness. Right. I think we talked last time about, you know, what do you need? Do you, do you need? Do you need uh, success before happiness, or can you have happiness and then success?
1: Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm.
2: and is happy. Which one leads to one? Right. It, it, it it's it's on you. It's it's all right. it's all on you to to talk yourself down. Admit admit that you talk to yourself. Know that it's okay. And that's kind of where I've I don't want to say maybe struggled is the wrong word, but focus on a lot is I'm a bit of an introvert, believe it or not, Amy. You know I may not seem like it mm-hmm. in these interviews. <laughs> I do podcasting. I do speaking for a living. I teach public speaking, but I'm in my head a lot. Yes. And maybe a lot of your listeners are too. Where you you just you're a bit more introspective, nostalgic, you know, just very passionate, but it's it's inside a little bit. We we run through options and scenarios in our head all the time, and we 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 think about what we what we said. Did I say the right thing? Do I feel a lot of guilt that comes with that too?
1: Right, right.
2: That's and that to me sometimes that can be toxic. If mm-hmm. it's not dealt with appropriately, if you let it build up.
1: Right. And I feel like problem. I, I I so agree with you. There's so many people that are out in the public, you know, viewpoint and everybody would think that they're an extreme extrovert. And I, I'm an introvert as well. And I'm also, I label myself, label myself as an extreme overthinker. I overanalyze, overthink things to the extreme. My husband <laughs> has another word for it. But, and, and, you know, what do you do with that? You know, because you, we're kind of in that same uh, position. So, how do we, you know, we know we do it, right?
2: The overthinkers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, he, so here's, like I said, admission is the first step too. Yeah. I think being, understanding, be comfortable with who you are. Yeah, I think it's first. Yeah. So let's, you know, let's all of your listeners here, let's all take a breath and let's let's do some self-analysis and say, you know what? I, I realize X, Y, and Z, I have these different personality traits and quirks, whatever the case is, but you want others to accept you, number one, for who you are first. And that's not to say that you get then a free pass to just go and be, you know, the <laughs> negative things of who you that's are too, idea. Or or, yeah, it's not, it's not saying that. But it's saying, love me for who I am, but realize that I can still improve as well. That okay, I appreciate you loving me for who I am. We want our spouses, right, and our kids to love us for who we are. Right. But in saying that, I still want to improve. Okay. I appreciate that you love me. I still want to get better. Right. And I have the self-talk to be able to tell myself that and do and do that because that's 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 a big thing that I want your listeners to to realize is. This negativity, this, this toxic self-talk that may be inside of you, you can work on that. It doesn't make you a bad person. It, if you're thinking negative, if you're, if, you're, if you're an overthinker, and you know what? I don't think being an overthinker is necessarily a toxic thing or a negative thing. I really don't. If you do it to the extreme, if you do anything to the extreme, then yes. But for us maybe who, who go through options and scenarios, um, that sometimes that's a level of comfort. And a lot of times for the people, people like us, but we, that it doesn't, it's not, it's not anxiety for us.
1: Routine
2: and going through a logical uh, dissecting a decision or, or let's look at all of our options. Let's put everything out on the table before we make this decision. Right. That's comfortable for us. Right. That, you know, that that's not an anxious process. That's what we need to do. So, and, and, and I think that's okay. And here's where Somebody else in the relationship has to have positive self-talk and say, okay, I see that this is how they are. And you know what? It's not really a bad thing that they want to think through all the options. Hey, they're they're bringing up things that I never even thought of.
1: Right. And
2: together, we can maybe balance each other out a little bit. But instead of pointing the finger at each other, right, and saying, well, you're like this. Well, you're like this. You don't understand me. You don't understand me. Let's go into ourselves first, have that self-talk that and 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 say, let me understand, let me work on, let me understand them. Okay, let me have understanding and empathy on my heart and my mind and just listen. And then you know, you're gonna just the information's all right there, right? And you can right. take it all in and, and and move move from there as you move, as you learn to be in relation with each other.
1: Right. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I think for me that, you know, being an overthinker, an overanalyzer, it's when it gets me to the point where I'm frozen, that that's when it becomes toxic. Um, you know, if I if I'm not able to take action because I'm in that mode, that's when it's a problem. But if I'm moving through the process, it's it's OK.
2: And that's where we need, you know, if you have a relational partner or somebody in your life to kind of help get you unstuck, because that's when us as overthinkers, you have to make a decision, whatever it is. That's when we need somebody to say, okay, you know, it's time to move forward. Let's, let's go with this best option. And then for us, you know, we have to be, we have to not. We have to not look back and, 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 you know, hindsight's 2020, right? But we can't always look back and you have to accept when you make a decision and say, we've made this decision, we've done the research, the cards may fall where they fall. And and that's, that's just going to be how it is. That takes self-talk though, to say, uh, you know, to not always look back and say, oh, well, we should have done that. We should have with option B. We should have. no. Talk to yourself more than you listen to yourself, and and it takes a lot of mental energy. And it really is like mental gymnastics sometimes to <laughs> for us inside of our head yeah. to be always to be to be moving, living in the present, and looking ahead a little bit instead of constantly looking backwards and having doubt and regret. Because that's right. just going to make you so negative. It's going to make you bitter. It's going to make you bitter towards the other person. Why did you let me make that decision? Well, hold on a oh. second we made this together or, or I made this decision. You did you know, so that's where the self-talk part really comes into play too.
1: Research shows that being part of a community really helps us feel united, supported, safe and secure, and we're more apt to reach our goals. This is exactly what we had in mind when we created our Roadmap to Wellness Club. Join us now for our monthly membership group where we host weekly meetings, hosting live Q&As and content created to help you transform your health, as well as monthly expert speakers. Go to transformingwomenshealth.com and click on Roadmap to Wellness Club. I love that. So we're talking about, all right, we we've 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 accepted that this is who we are, we've admitted, you know, this is sure. this is how it is. Um, we're taking inventory, we're understanding why it is that we're the way that we are, and we're becoming comfortable. Okay, this is who I am. Doesn't mean I don't want to be, de- you know, better. Where do we go next?
2: Well, so I, I think so from this point here is where you can um, your community believe it or not you know your communication can really start to positively get better from this right. because if you're positive if you've if you've done all that you've taken the inventory you've accepted who you are you're 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 working on that voice inside your head and and not letting it control you and knowing that you can tr- you know you're in that it's you you're in control <laughs> i think that helps you overall with have being in better relationships with the with the with people around you because you're going to be able to know maybe the right things to say to others around you. You're mm-hmm. going to be able to build stronger relationships because you've sort of talked yourself into the fact and now to, you believe that you want to be in relationship with, with people around you.
0: Right. You
2: want to be a better team of people at work. You want to be in better communion with your spouse with you, and with your kids because you're not feeling guilty or anxious or you're not feeling upset too much in your head I don't know about you, but if I'm, if I'm feeling something in my head, like if, if somebody, I don't know, if somebody offends me or rubs me the wrong way or says, sometimes it's just the little things, right. That can right. really set you off. I won't blow up though. I won't be like all confrontational. I'll go inward
1: yeah.
2: and I won't want to communicate.
1: Right. right?
2: I will not want to communicate. And people around me know it. My kids, mm-hmm. my wife, you know, they, they know it. It's like something's up. Mm-hmm. And that, that's that's not good for relationships. No. Too many of those instances is a problem. Now, some isolated here or there, you know, no big deal. But too many, too many, too many is a pattern, right? right. So that's why I'm saying, if you can get that self talk right in your head, if you can learn to deal with somebody offending you or, or or a challenge in your life, you can not you can deal with it a little bit more head on. You can maybe learn to say. Well, well, hold on a second. Let's let's talk about this for a second. Why why did why did you say that? Or or what's going on here? You can mm-hmm. con, you can, for lack of a better term, confront it right away, because when you don't, when you go in your head, then you make it something bigger than it actually is, and that well, happens all the time. It, 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 becomes, it you blow it up in your head. Oh yeah. And when you and when you get to then finally talk about it, you're emotional. We're emotional, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. instead of just dealing with it right away, and then boom, it's gone. We Mm -hmm. we let it build and fester and it gets out of control and then it becomes as big to do. Oh,
1: it's huge. And what a great, you know, I wanted to kind of segue in, in our last, you know, bit that we're talking about today in the world we live in today, you know, how much are we allowing those confrontations, those varying differences of opinions and um, we're not being able to communicate. You know, there's so much polarization and not taking that time to sit in someone else's shoes, um, to empathize with them and to truly listen to, you know, where they're coming from instead of coming from a place of you need to think the way I do.
2: Right. And and unfortunately, talking politics, sometimes it's taboo. So we, we, we tend not, we don't, we don't tend not to do it, but yet, you know, political opinions are everywhere and everybody has them. Yeah. So we, we, we talk about them in what I call an unhealthy forum, which is online. And I'm not going to harp too much on social media, but instead of talking it with uh, adults amongst each other, we, we put these posts out there that are really inflammatory mm-hmm. or derogatory or, or it'll be the other way. And I, and I, and I don't do, I I don't do any uh, political posts on my social media, but I've, I've caught myself from time to time being like, that was a passive aggressive political post. (laughs) where I'm like, Jim, I'm talking, you, you didn't say anything political or social, but you were certainly under current was there. <laughs>
1: was there. and it, it doesn't even have to be political. You, you know, I mean, everybody goes to politics, but it's, you know, our current state of health in the nation. It's, you know, and you know, do you do this? Do you not do this? It's, it's, uh, you know, religion, you know, can you talk about it? Can you not talk about it? There's so many polarizations that are happening Um, and I see it all the time and, and how do we, how do we teach? How do we, is it just mirroring? Is it just, you know, being out there and, and, and trying to be, um, an effective moderator or listener or compassionate. Um, I believe God calls us all for a purpose and we're all on a different journey and it's accepting of those journeys that everybody is on. Um,
2: one of the most one of the most challenging things I've read in the Bible and what God has told us is, you know, love your neighbor as I've loved you., Yeah. And uh, that one gets me because uh, you know, we, we know what kind of climate we're in right now. Everybody's dug in this side, this side, you know, the virus becomes has become politicized, and health habits, masks, whatever it's become politicized, Do you wear. do you not out of this it's yeah, and we're so dug in. and, And we to the almost to the point where we 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 have this visceralness towards somebody on the other side. Or almost like a hate or a extreme judgment. Oh, you voted for them or you like them. And it's like all of a sudden, well, I can't associate with you anymore. And, and and that's a shame. And and God doesn't want us to do that. And, and I have to work on that myself. You know, my family and I, we have, we have strong, you know, beliefs and stuff in, in certain mm-hmm. areas, uh, particular areas. And we have to be, be certain that we're not just surrounding ourselves with like-minded people, right? Where we're uh, just living in this bubble of, of, of safe communication. And, and if we do talk to people who are not on the same uh, wavelength as we are, that we're, we're, we're listening and, and, and behind closed doors, too, when we're not with those people, with my wife and I not just being like, Oh, did you did you hear what they said? I can't believe they're like that, but just being like, Well, they made some good points, or or I could just trying to understand where people are from where they're coming. Well, and that's that's self-talk, right? That's hard to do that because you know, our way is the way, right? And then nobody else can have a different version of that.
1: Well, and that, that leads me to, I, I mean, when do we become this, this, and, and, you know, I love that you said God calls us to love, you know, as he loves us. That means no judgment. You know, that means no judgment. That means no resentments. That means, you know, c- forgiveness. Um, and, you know, we don't have to agree. We don't. We can, we can live in harmony Without having to agree with each other,
2: we it's become it's become way too personal now. Yeah. I, I don't remember politics and social stuff being as personal as it is now. So now, if it's personal, if it's core, you know, if somebody is, has something that is is not like that or doesn't believe that, we take it personally. So we get offended. So we get emotional.
1: Right. When you
2: get offended and when you get emotional, you put up the walls. You put up the barriers.
1: you're not listening.
2: You're not listening because you got all these walls up because, well, that doesn't, that's not how I feel. Or that's too personal. You've offended me with this cancel culture. Offend everybody's offended by everything, you know, and you can't say anything about this or that. And everything's, you know, passive aggressive and subtle shots here or there. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's exhausting. If I didn't have to be a speaker and, and do my podcast work and all my work at schools, I probably wouldn't be on social media.
0: You know? <laughs> I mean, I just wouldn't,
2: I just would, I just, you know, it, you could get sucked down that road and, and it's, it's not going to be an easy fix. And I, I don't, and I think as long as you have a, very strict two-party system. It, it's not going to happen overnight.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Each figures of these parties are very polarizing. Congress is polarized. Mm-hmm. And you know what it's not the result of of who was in charge the last four years. It's not solely on that uh, not at all. I think there are a lot of other huge mitigating factors. And uh, that pulled into that. So you, like you can't just blame one person or one party or one thing. It's absolutely not that at all because there's a lot of other things going on around this too that cause polarization. Amy, the enemy comes to divide. Yeah. The enemy comes to divide and <laughs> distort and create doubt and chaos and confusion. That is where the enemy thrives.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay?
2: This is where the enemy thrives, and we have to be able to see that. We This is a time period. Read between the lines, okay? Mm-hmm. Read between the lines. Turn off mainstream media. Look at really what's going on, okay? Mm-hmm. Think for yourself, okay? If 99 people are doing something Maybe you need to be the one person to go the other direction, okay, and read between the lines because the enemy is coming to distort. He has come to distort. He has come to divide. Everybody's talking about division, and I believe it is too. And we fall, everybody falls into the cracks because that's where he wants us to be. He doesn't Absolutely. want us to be above this. He wants us to be in the cracks, in the gutters, rolling around in it, pointing fingers, being divisive, being split, because mm-hmm. then our eyes are not on Jesus, they're on this world. Too much on this world.
1: Yeah. Well, and this ties all back into the self-talk. It really does because the oneness is on you. The oneness is on you. You get to control how you're going to do this within yourself. So you get to make the change. You get to be the change. You get to decide, wait a minute, N- Not not here it's not going to happen. And, and I love that because we're, we're, we're empowered.
2: We are. And, you know, I'm not sure if I said this last time, but I'm going to say it again, because I think it's important. The only real control is self-control. Okay. It really is. The only real control is self-control. The sooner we all understand that, as a society, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be so it's gonna be so much better because in a in a year last year that saw us being out of control in many different areas. We all felt like we were adrift because we we're hit with so many different things. This needs to be a year about personal, personal choices and how everybody feels that you know, you make you make positive personal choices on how you're gonna view the world and view each other and view each other's beliefs. We all make that choice, then you have collective belief. And you have collective belief that all of our individual positive choices towards each other and the world and our viewpoints uh, will will help this country to succeed. Because political parties are not going to help this country succeed. The media is not going to help this country to succeed. It's all of us. It's the people making positive choices to respect each other is what's ultimately going to help this country to succeed.
1: I love that. I love that. Um, I, and the only real control is self-control. I've written that down because that needs to be said over and over and over again. All right. We're at the end of our time. <laughs> what do you want to leave our audience with in terms of toxic talk? Do you have, you know, top suggestions, last thoughts? What do you want to leave us with?
2: I'd like to say is, is give yourself grace. Okay, mm-hmm. with 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 negative self talk or whatever you perceive it to be, have to be willing to give yourself some grace. Okay, we're not perfect. We're not designed to be perfect. You're not perfect, and it's okay. I remember talking to you know a counselor a few uh, you know a few years ago, and them telling me. Give yourself grace. It's okay. It's it's okay to be working on things and working on things and personal development. Keep going down that road. Don't ever give up on personal development. And if you start thinking negative thoughts, you start going down a certain road, give yourself grace to get up again and then get up again and get up again. And don't constantly harp on yourself and make yourself feel bad because you slipped up or then you have this regret and you have this bitterness. Give yourself grace but always be pushing and moving forward.
1: I love that. Dr. Van Allen, thank you so much for coming back on and sharing such great insight with us. Um, I'm forever grateful that that we've met and, and can bring you to my audience. Thank you.
2: It's a pleasure to be here and a pleasure to be with you all. Thank you so much.
1: You bet.